The Big Sports Breakfast Lunch is back again on Friday, February 24. This year, it's being hosted by the Australian Turf Club at the brand new $46 million Winx stand at Royal Rand. Been to the Winx stand, Buzz? Dahlia Metal was there. How good is it? Yeah, it's, it's terrific function, right? Yeah. You going to go to this? I am going to go to this. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to ring Ben Lloyd, one of the mm-hmm. Trumps, and mm-hmm. I'm going to say, I'll come if you let me sit next to Michael Clark. Oh. <laughs> I want to have lunch with Clarkie. Mate, they'll be selling have tickets. Have a glass of wine. They'll sell tickets at that joint to get get Mate there to Clark. see what, what might unfold between <laughs> you and Clarkie. <laughs> Join the Big Sports Breakfast team and special guests from Racing HQ as well as Sporting and Racing Royalty. It's always a great afternoon and tickets are on sale via the ATC's website now. Head are you going, a, mate? Not sure. Friday's about busy day Mate, you've got to go. Head to AustralianTurfClub.com.au to secure your seat today. Madeira Sunrise and Sicilian fighting it out. Madeira Sunrise ahead in front to Sicilian. Madeira Sunrise just in front. Madeira Sunrise beats Sicilian. A length off them. Porterosa third. A good gap back to Miss Belgium. On Sky Sports Radio and Radio Tab, this is the Big Sports Breakfast Weekend. And welcome back to the show with Buzz and Ray. Buzz, I wonder if our next guest might be at the, the Big Sports Breakfast Lunch. It's on his home track. Let's ask him. Michael Friedman's on the line. Michael, good morning. Good morning, Ray. Good morning, Buzz. Good day, Michael. BSB Lunch, Friday, February 24. Michael, what do you reckon? I didn't have, my, didn't have it in my calendar, right? <laughs> no, I understand. You're a pretty busy man. And, un, and understandably so because you've got the team is firing at the moment. I was saying to Buzz before we went on air um, how many promising two-year-olds we have. And we saw one in your stable, Michael. We saw one yesterday, Madeira Sunrise. Look, I know it was only mm. a small field of Lonro plate. Um, you lost Mexico at the start with that unfortunate incident at the barriers. But... Something about her, Michael. She goes about a business in a really professional manner, Madeira Sunrise. Yeah, she does. She's. Um, I, I think she's open to a bit of improvement, just the same. Um, you know, she was just sort of wanting to run through the bridle a little bit, sort of mid-race, and and uh, you know wobbled a bit on the corner. But obviously, James did a great job to sort of get her balanced up and get her to let down like she did. But um, yeah, whilst I, I think it was a good professional sort of win, I do think there's a there's a bit mm. more to come with her over the next few weeks. Michael, I read Ray's story on the race in the Sunday telly this morning and and you're talking about how wide open this golden slipper is and um, I presume you could throw this horse into all the chances. Yeah, look, she'd, she'd be in the mix. I mean, I, I think she's probably got to improve a bit off yesterday to sort of be a genuine contender, um, which she may be able to do. I guess, you know, only time will tell. Um, but, yeah, I think it's a, it, at this point in time, you know, with what about five weeks or whatever it is to to sort of get through to the slipper? I think there's uh, there's any number of two year olds that you could genuinely say are contenders. And um, I haven't. Whilst there's been some good performances, I don't believe there's been an absolute standout yet. Yeah, there's often this time of year probably a three dollar favourite for the race, but um, mm. so many chances. Yeah, I think so. But obviously, the next the next few weeks will start to sort the wheat from the chaff, so to speak. But um, you know, I think uh, it'll be an interesting time, that's for sure. It, it was interesting yesterday, wasn't it, Michael? I reckon your heart must have been in your mouth at the start because first Mexico <coughs> got backed out and then he was scratched after he played up in the stalls. Then there was a further delay because it was your other runner, Madeira Sunrise, who had to be vet-checked <laughs> as well. And So the field was reduced to five, almost down to four. You, 
you would have been tearing your hair out, wouldn't you? Yeah, I, I did think at one stage there I might be about to set a world record of having two runners in a six-horse race and getting them both scratched. But um, fortunately, that wasn't the case. What, what about Mexico? How has he pulled up? I understand the stewards would want to see him barrier trial before mm. he goes back to the races. So where does that leave him? I know you were talking English Millennium next Saturday, potentially mm. for Mexico. Could he get there? Yeah, so what we've sort of sorted out during the afternoon yesterday is that the stewards have allowed me to basically late enter him into the trials at Randwick tomorrow. Um, and given that he didn't do anything yesterday, um, he'd normally go for a gallop probably on Tuesday for, for a Saturday race anyway. So he'll line up in one of the the 740-metre heats there tomorrow. Um, and fingers crossed if he does everything right, um, that should you know, get him past and... and keep him up to the mark in terms of we'll enter him for both the Piero and the Millennium and, and then, you know, all going well tomorrow, we can make a decision as to which race he runs in after that because fortunately, you know, whilst yesterday was very disappointing, the, the good part come out of it was that the horse, you know, didn't do any damage to himself and, you know, he's as bright as a button this morning. At least it's first week February, not <laughs> middle March where things are going wrong, Michael, so you've got yeah. time to, to fix up. Blanc de Blanc, will she go to the English Millennium? She's, she did trial well the other day, that filly. Yeah, she did. Um, and, you know, I think she's come on well from it. So she'll um, she'll take her place in the Millennium <clears throat> next Saturday with, uh, with James McDonald in the saddle. Fantastic. And two of your two-year-olds that were beaten on debut, but, gee, I thought they both ran well in recent weeks. Mumbai Muse last week, and a, a horse called High King, a lot of people might have missed it, ramming the Don Corleone race, but he had zero luck that day. Yeah, I think he's quite a talented colt. He, he sort of unfortunately got a, a decent bump at the start from either side, which sort of placed him back last on the fence, which wasn't where we planned to be with him. Um, and then Tommy Berry sort of, had no luck from from that point on, where he spent you know a good part of the straight sort of checking off heels, and and by that stage the sort of the two the first and second horses sort of they were off and gone and had the momentum up. So I I do think he's a he's a, a decent sort of colt. So he'll probably run in the Piero Plate on Saturday, um, and and we'll sort of get a better idea of where he sits, hopefully with a bit more luck. And Mumbai moves. Yeah, I think you know it was obviously tempting to to have a think about the Millennium with her because she's she's qualified and would probably get a run. But um, I just think she's a filly that's that's still sort of learning her trade a bit. And I think being what's likely to be a really hot race mm. uh, in the Millennium over the the eleven hundred, I've decided to just sort of wait a little bit longer, and she'll probably line up in the Sweet Embrace over 1,200, which I think she'll really enjoy. Yeah, the way she hit the line the other day in the Widden, she will relish the 1,200. Look, yep. uh, Michael, just finally, I know Arf Cabin's got all the headlines today, and understandably so, but you must have walked off Randwick yesterday really happy with the run of the, the third-place skid in the Eskimo Prince <coughs> Communist. Yeah, look, he's a he's a quirky horse, but, um, you know, he's, uh, he's definitely got his share of ability, and mm. I thought, you know, in what was a, a, a decent sort of, three-year-old race um obviously the winner looked very good um but you know i was wrapped with the, the effort my bloke put in and i think he'll only improve you know once he gets to 14 and, and potentially 1600 so i think off the back of that we've still got you know plans to take a shot at a race like the Ramwick guineas mm. albeit that you know clearly the, the winner is going to be very hard to beat 
Well, I know the week didn't start off great for you, Michael, because um, you retired your, your triple group one winner, Forbidden Love. But racing, there's always, you've got to look ahead and you've got some really promising two-year-olds and a nice three-year-old emerging in communists. So um, I'm sure there'll be a, a few big race wins coming up for the Michael Friedman stable over autumn. Thanks. Thanks, Ray. Fingers crossed. Exactly. Thanks for joining us, Michael. No problem. Thank you.